Oh, welcome back to the Sentinel Report. I'm Rebecca Friedrich, standing in for Alex Newman. Let's keep Alex in our prayers as he's traveling and fighting for our republic. So welcome back to Leslie Manukian. We've been talking about a legal challenge to the LAUSD vaccine mandates. Leslie's been telling us about the teachers who have been disenfranchised and bullied. And so Leslie, let's pick it up where we left off. Can you tell us um, where the case stands at this point and where you will hope it will go or any other little details you would like to let us know? First, let me just say, Rebecca, that these teachers, these people are every man in America. They are every person in this country. And this case is a truly landmark landmark case. And I want to get into why it's so important that we win this case and that it will have a ripple effect across the country if we do win it. Um, but I also want to just say that, you know, what you were talking about before the break, LAUSD and the union, the UTLA, United Teachers of Los Angeles Union, met with a guy named Dr. Anthony Fauci the night before the Los Angeles Unified School District shut down. It was the first school district in the United States to shut down. Isn't that interesting? Who was the union working for? The teachers? <laughs> or well, someone else. Yeah, absolutely not. And I can tell you that the CDC is unionized and highly corrupt. So we've got some union colluding going on in the background. Mm-hmm. They're no surprise to me. Do tell us more. Yeah. So so basically what happened was we filed suit the first time and we won that. And they told the court we are not we do not have a vaccine mandate. That's what they said in July of 2021. S- 17 days later, they issued a mandate. And then the um, we filed again, I think it was November of 2021, and that's been working its way through the courts. The court ruled against us and dismissed the case. The court, we believe, got some things very much wrong, and so we are appealing it. But what happened was LAUSD and its lawyers went to the court and said, okay, the case has been dismissed. Forget the, that there's an appeal going on. We want these teachers and workers, I mean, mechanics, painters, electricians. It was all employees, not just teachers. But we want all of those people who are plaintiffs and Health Freedom Defense Fund, a little nonprofit, to pay our attorney's fees. So basically, LAUSD violates the constitutional, constitutionally protected rights of all of these individuals. And then they want us to pay to defend our rights. How outrageous is that? But here is the great news. The court issued a ruling yesterday saying that as um, basically according or what did she say specifically in line with um, plaintiff's assertions, motion denied. How fantastic is that? So we were we were thrilled. (laughs) She basically she basically slapped down the LAUSD and their attorneys and said, you know, that she took into consideration what we had argued and she dismissed their motion for attorney's fees. That was over $200,000 they wanted to get from us. Well, thank God that somebody did the right thing. And I know that the teachers, many of the teachers that are a part of this case have been praying like crazy, and I hope your audience will join us. And hey, while you're talking about, even though thankfully uh, those fees have been you know, removed from the table, I know that lawsuits are, are, are very expensive. And I have been talking to these teachers and they've been having these little fundraisers trying to raise money for this. You know, and like you said, a lot of them don't have a job. So how do you pay for these things? And your nonprofit has come alongside them. So I'd like to ask uh, Logan and Reagan, could you put up uh, link number two for me to share with the audience? And uh, Leslie, it's a shot of the website supporting the lawsuit uh, with a focus on the page that highlights the LA 
AUSD lawsuit. So could you please share the details of your website uh, so our audience can get, dig more deeply in case they're interested or in case they want to donate and help you out? Well, let me just tell everybody that, yes, Health Freedom Defense Fund has been funding the lion's share of this lawsuit because the teachers have not been able to. And we we desperately need your help because we can't fund all the lawsuits that we fund. We have sued the Biden administration three times. We are the law, we are the uh, nonprofit that brought down the national travel mask mandate. So, you know, we have a track record of winning. We've also um, chalked up wins in two other cases against the Biden administration, one on behalf of federal employees and one on behalf of federal contractors against the mandates by the Biden administration. And, you know, we're doing really, really good work, but we can't do this work without people's support. So healthfreedomdefense.org if you want to support us. And the page that you are showing, I don't know if that's still up there, but it showed the California, it showed the lawsuit page. And if you click the link specifically on the lawsuit page, you will donate specifically to the lawsuit against Los Angeles Unified School District. So if you just click our general donation button, then you support us in general. But if you click specifically on support this case on the lawsuit against LAUSD, then your money goes directly to that lawsuit. So if you want to help out these teachers and these um, employees of LAUSD, that's the best way you can do it. And like I said, <clears throat> this could be every any person in America. And let me just unpack why that is, Rebecca, if that's okay. Absolutely. Okay. So basically the situation is that the Los Angeles Unified School District twice first mandated an EUA shot, emergency use authorized, which is a violation of federal law. And we won that. And then what happened was they issued their second mandate of these shots. Now the shots do not stop transmission or infection. LAUSD knew this on August 13th when it issued its mandate because the CDC uh, adjusted its guidance on July 27th. It wow. knew that the shots did not confer immunity, wow. did not stop transmission or infection. And you know what? This using a therapeutic of any kind is a private matter. It is not between you and your employer or you and the government or anybody else. It is yours and yours alone to decide. And the Supreme Court has ruled repeatedly, actually, literally in the 1800s, the Supreme Court said that bodily autonomy is amongst our most sacred of human rights. Very interesting. Yeah. What happened was in 1905, there was a lawsuit that went to the Supreme Court and that lawsuit is called Jacobson versus Massachusetts. And many um, businesses and even lawyers like Alan Dershowitz has gone around saying that Jacobson grants the government the power and the authority to plunge a needle into your arm Wow. That's what he says. Okay. Wow. Now, Jacobson versus Massachusetts was about smallpox. Smallpox had a 30 to 40% death rate. And the Supreme Court said, not that the government can pledge a needle into your arm, but that one locale, one city could mandate the vaccine based on a smallpox vaccine, based on their appreciation and belief that the shot was actually efficacious. We did not know how dangerous it was. We did not know that it didn't work as expected. But they said that a city or a locale could do that or refusers could pay a fine of $5, which is about 150 bucks today. Nowhere in that ruling did it ever say anything about plunging a needle to your, into your arm. But wow. in the last three years, that lawsuit has been used to justify mandates across this country. So this must be stopped. And what's so important, do you want to... 
Yeah, I just want to say, first of all, it's shocking. So they're, they're not only liars and manipulators, but, you know, and bringing great harm to people, but, you know, breaking the law every time we turn around. It's, it's, just, it's truly dis, disheartening. Uh, what I wanted to say is we're running out of time. We've got about, about four more minutes. So I just wanted you to be able to share anything with sure. our audience that either I didn't okay. ask you or something super important that you need to share. Well, Go let me it. just finish what I was going to say, because it's so important. What people don't realize is that ever since the Nuremberg trials, which brought us the Nuremberg Code, which says that you can't experiment on human beings without their proper informed consent. You've also got the Declaration of Helsinki, which reinforced that. And then you have the UNESCO Declaration on Bioethics and Human Rights, which says that the ethical practice of medicine, just practicing medicine, requires prior voluntary informed consent. So that's all this international treaties. But on top of that, there have been two phenomenal lawsuits in the United States, truly um, pivotal lawsuits, one called Griswold versus Connecticut that found that the state cannot go into your bedroom and check whether or not you're wearing a condom. That was what it was about. The state of Connecticut prohibited condom use and a couple sued and said, this is ridiculous. And the Supreme Court said, you're right. Every American has a zone of privacy around themselves and the government is not going to be going into your bedroom policing condom use. So that was really important. I know. (laughs) Thank goodness. And then the the second thing is um, Fruzon versus Missouri. That one went all the way to the Supreme Court. It involved a young woman who had been in a car crash and she was rendered in a vegetative state. And it went all the way to the Supreme Court. And the Supreme Court ruled that an individual has the right to refuse medical treatment, even if it might save their lives. Mm -hmm. So this case against LAUSD is so important because we are pushing the courts. It is time that they reconciled Jacobson with all this recent jurisprudence. There is no way that you can possibly argue that these shots are, you know, immunity, uh, uh, that they provide immunity. There's no way that you can argue that it's appropriate to force us to take a therapeutic against our, our will. And so we want this to go all the way. And that's why we're appealing. It's so very, very important. Amen. And I'm just curious, as someone who's brought, uh, as a plaintiff, brought a case to the U.S. Supreme Court, are you trying to overturn the precedence of, of one of the, or either of these cases? Well, we're, it, it depends on what happens, right? So the way that it works is this is we're appealing it to the Ninth Circuit, which is the circuit court that in which California sits. Okay, so it was a federal court, a district court in the Central District of California that dismissed the case. We've appealed to the Ninth Circuit. And then depending on what the Ninth Circuit says, we will go back, either go back to the district court. If they rule against us, we'll appeal to the Supreme Court. And we've already heard the Supreme Court say in the last two years that being in an emergency does not suspend the Constitution. Mm. Amen. These are our protected rights. Every American should care about this because if they can win on this, it means that there is essentially no limit to their power. And I don't think any of us want to live in a country where there's no limit on government power. Uh, Exactly. Amen. Well, we thank you so very much for supporting these teachers, for fighting the fight. Uh, Can you just tell us really quickly, again, just your website name? What's the website? Sure. So um, our nonprofit is Health Freedom Defense Fund. You can find us at Health Freedom Defense Dot org. 
And you can also see all of our lawsuits under the legal corner. You can see presentations. You can become a member for $10. You can join our newsletter there, which is free. You know, we are so grateful to anybody and everybody who wants to support our work. We are winning. We have taken the Biden administration down more than once. And we're hoping we can take the Los Angeles Unified School District down for a second time now, too. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Leslie. Godspeed to you and your plaintiffs. I personally am praying for you, and I'd ask the audience to join me in those prayers. God bless you. Thank you so much. Well, earlier in the show, we had a little technical difficulty. So very quickly, Logan and Reagan, could you put up uh, link number one? This is just a link to our website for kidsandcountry.org. If you or anyone you know wants to escape government unions and you don't want to pay for this radical agenda anymore, you just need to go to forkidsandcountry.org, click union exit to learn how to exit the union or click adopt a teacher to learn how to help a teacher or another government employee. There it is. Uh, So union exit has a three-step process. Teachers, we answer all of your questions because you're so scared and they've lied to you so much. Step one, we answer your questions. Step two, we help you out of the unions. Step three, if you choose, you can get other liability insurance that's far better than the union's coverage. So uh, for kidsandcountry.org. And hey, all of you, it's been my honor to guest host for Alex Newman today on the Sentinel Report. Thanks so much for joining us. And can I ask you to please help us to educate Americans on the truth about these so-called teacher unions. They are not teachers. They are not unions. They are radical, as I call them, education mafia. I hope you'll join me in that new name for them. Uh, And they abuse great teachers. So the sooner Americans can awaken to the evils of these unions and get them away from our schools and our precious kids, the sooner we can uh, restore our educational system, protect these teachers that are being bullied and our country, and we can return to our founders' ideals. I pray that y'all have a blessed Holy Week and let's stand together in prayer for the great President Trump and for restoration of our justice system and our republic. God bless you all.